is Cheers to Your Pivot, a podcast to help you challenge old visions and lead your way. My name is Dr. Taryn, and I'm a leadership coach. I spent two decades climbing the conventional career ladder, only to realize it was not what I wanted. So I decided to pivot and start my own business, and I did so with a strategy in hand. My business launched to six figures in less than 90 days. Most importantly, I lead my way. Listen, conditioning kills calling. So let's get started and cheers to your pivot. Hello there and happy new year. Oh my goodness, we are in 2024 and... I'm really happy to be here because, you know, there's, there's been some stuff that I have been through in 2023. So 2024, we are here and really we are better than ever. So I'm so happy that you're here in a new year with me and my podcast. I'm Dr. Taryn and welcome back to the show. So today I am sharing an annual personal review. So you are going to get some of the insight that I have been able to glean from 2023 in order to pivot me into a new year with new adventures, new possibilities, and much more ease into my year because I am doing this annual review and I'm able to think about in real time what my year was like And what I want to do differently starting today, the first day of January in a new year. So I got this from the Curiosity Chronicles by Sahil Bloom. So if you're not familiar with Sahil Bloom, he is a creator, a podcaster, a coach to many, um, and he first gained his following on Twitter. And so full disclosure, I am not a Twitter fan, X fan. I never was. And now that it is X and all the things that comes with it, I am not going to be on X either. But I actually really love reading the newsletters that come from Sahil Bloom. They are full of thought-provoking content. They're engaging. They truly solicit activity for your mind. And that's intriguing for me. I really love that cerebral intrigue, that momentum that I get from thinking about something and then going to do it, right? And so I believe that his newsletters have really been able to pique my interest that way. The topics are challenging. They're, They're things for you to think about right there in the newsletter. So You know, he's not paying me to advertise for him. I'm just sharing with you some of the things that I like to read in my free time. So recently, Sahil shared a practice with his readers. This was probably in late November, maybe early December, that he shared with his readers a practice that he's done for the last 10 years. And it is called his annual personal review. And there are a few questions to reflect on. First, I'm going to share the questions that he has designed for this annual review. And then I will take you through my answers and share 
my annual review. And so for those of you who are like brand new to the podcast, maybe you stumbled around and you found me. I am a leadership coach to new aspiring and transitioning leaders. And my work is all around helping leaders and visionaries break barriers, challenge old visions of themselves and the world and truly lead their way. So when I'm doing my annual review, I'm thinking about how I can best do that work that is not only passion for me, but it is purpose for me as well. And I'm thinking about my personal life too, because I'm also constantly pivoting and changing in my life and in my business. And so this is not only a reflection of how I want to do my business better, it's also a reflection of how I want to do life better. So when I share these questions, jot them down because they're not just questions for me to ponder on. I'm sharing them because I really believe in the next few days, as we venture into 2024, there's still the opportunity to reflect on 2023 and make your pivots thereafter, after you've had the opportunity to reflect. So I'm going to share the questions and then I'm going to take you through my answer. So question number one from Sahil Bloom's annual personal review is, what did you change your mind on this year? What did you change your mind on this year? Question number two, what created energy for you this year? So thinking in 2023, I know we're in the first day of 2024, but when you're thinking about these questions, answer them for last year. Question number three, what drained energy this year in 2023? Four, who were your boat anchors in your life? Who were your boat anchors in your life? Five, what did I not do because of fear? What did I not do because of fear? Question number six, what were my greatest hits and worst misses? What were my greatest hits and worst Misses. And question number seven, last question. What did I learn this year? What did I learn this year? Okay. So those are the seven questions for the annual personal review. And I'm sharing mine on this first day of 2024. What you could do is after you listen to this podcast, or you can pause it right now and do it, take a moment to answer these questions for last year because it is not too late to reflect. So here are the questions and my answers for 2023 and a little insight in how I'm pivoting in 2024. So what did I change my mind on this year? So fun thing about this question, I actually held a holiday party with my family And I asked them this question and we did like a burning. So it was so cool. (laughs) And, you know, my, my family, they were like, what is this? You know, they were not feeling it in the beginning. But, um, once we were able to work through this question and we went out to the bonfire, they were like all about it and felt so rejuvenated and was like ready to party afterwards. So I really love this question. So what did I change my mind on this year? So I changed my mind about 
my goals this year. I really did because my goals were really small. Now that I'm thinking about the world, my life, my business differently, they were too small. And this year in 2024, I am realizing that in order to make the impact that I want to make, I have to have bigger and scarier goals. And yes, that scarier is a part of it. So Jim Collins and Jerry Porras, they have a specific name for these type of big impact goals in their book called Built to Last. So Jim and Jerry call this their BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals, big, hairy, audacious goals. And so I'm all about them this year. I am all about identifying a big, hairy, audacious goal that is slightly unattainable, but will have the biggest impact that I could possibly make in the world and in the lives of other people by simply focusing on it, going after it and making decisions and identifying priorities that will help me get there. And so that's what I changed my mind on. And I've always been a goal-oriented person. So for those of you who are listening and know me, you know that I am a goal getter. Like I set a goal and it is done. But I'm learning that as you want to make bigger impact, your goals have to be bigger and scarier and not so easy to swallow, really. I mean, they've got to be big. And so that's the focus for me. Do you find yourself looking over the horizon, dreaming of a change, but you're not quite sure how to take that first step? Well, my friend, it's time to turn the page. Imagine having a personal guide by your side, someone who's navigated the twists and turns of career transitions, cheering you on, offering wisdom, and providing the strategies you need to pivot with confidence. I just opened up a few more spots in my one-on-one coaching program, Cheers to Your Pivot. I teach people how to pivot with power, purpose, and consciousness. So during our year together, we will have strategy sessions, weekly accountability checks, and you'll get exclusive resources and templates you can use right away. So to learn more, head on over to cheerstoyourpivot.com or click the link in the description below. Now let's get back to the episode. I changed my mind on my goals and they are going to be bigger and scarier. And I'm going to share more about those goals in other podcasts to come. Number two, what created energy for me this year? Well, meditation, walks in nature, exercise first thing in the morning. Rachel Rogers, who is uh, Wendy Williams, like to say friend in my head. And I I actually met Rachel and love her. So I don't know if she's like a friend in my head, but I'm going to call her a friend in my head because we're not actually like on the phone. We're not actually besties, but Rachel Rogers is someone I admire, a friend in my head, and she has shared that Baroque music, which is a style of classical music playing in the background, 
it really helps her with writing and working. And so I've tried that and it is legit so good. It's so good. It actually helps to zone you in so that you can tune out the rest of the world, the coffee shop, the, the kids and chaos around you, the toys on the floor, whatever the case may be. Putting that on in your headphones changes everything. So I, I have found that Baroque music actually does give me energy playing in the background and I get a lot of work done. And in-person meetings where I can physically connect with people and feel the energy in the room, that breeds more energy for me. So number three, what drained my energy this year? Well, long virtual meetings that I should have said no to, draining, and not respecting and prioritizing my own boundaries, right? And so I speak about boundaries to you all, and I'm also working on my own boundaries in my life. And so that's a constant progression and growth for all of us. Anyone that is continuously growing, we are continuously finding new boundaries that we need and helping other people respect them while also respecting them ourselves. And so that was draining this year when I would have a boundary and break it myself or make a promise to myself about something that I wanted to do and would then break that promise with myself. Or if I would feel some of the energy and it felt like the person I was interacting with was deflecting or really pushing back on the boundary I was setting, there were times when I would change my boundary. And every time I did that, especially when it was a boundary that was very important to me, that never worked out for me. It drained my energy. I was pissed at the end and I should have never done it. <laughs> so that is the learning. It, it drains my energy when I don't respect my own boundaries and prioritize them. All right, number four, who were boat anchors in my life? So Sahil Bloom describes boat anchors as people holding you back. So think of yourself as this ship ready to sail and steer your own ship. And then you have these people, boat anchors, that are literally making the sail that much harder. In fact, they may be stalling the ship altogether. And so for me, without naming any names, there are definitely people in my life that were boat anchors that are no longer pillars in my life. They're, they might not even be in my life anymore. And so these are people who thought less of my dreams and really they thought less of them themselves, right? Well, I can't do that. So how in the heck is she going to be able to do that? Yeah, not happening, huh? Not happening, sis. You know, those are people that are no longer here with me in my energy and in my space. Therefore, they were boat anchors to me and I moved on from them. Th these are also people that didn't believe in me, right? They, they were like passive aggressively putting me down. They were not good for me to be around, right? And I knew this very early on while building. And I decided that anyone that gave me that vibe was going to have to be in another category of life for me. And as I continued to build my own confidence and decide for myself what I wanted, 
if I saw that their energy was shifting more into the positive and maybe their skepticism started to become more support and maybe it was revealed to me in the first time as not believing in me, but maybe they were just trying to be cautious with me and that energy shifted over time as I became confident, then they they slowly were able to come back into a new category. But if they were not, they stayed there. (laughs) They stayed in the category where there was lots of distance so that they could not block the blessing and they could not steer the ship in a new direction or they could not stall it altogether, right? And so as you are journeying into 2024, begin to assess your social circles, assess your friendships. Because listen, just because someone was a part of your past, it doesn't mean that they deserve to be a part of your future. People are in your life for various reasons. And so I suggest everyone do an audit of your social circles for 2024. Are you in the right circles? Are you around people that love and support you? And love is not always telling you what you want to hear, but you know the difference. So we don't have to go into a full definition of what it looks like for someone to be blocking your blessings. You know what they look like. You know who they are. You know who they are right now. And you're like, well, I know. Listen, cut it out. They're probably a boat anchor and you need to make a pivot. And people change. When you do your audit in 2025, maybe they can join or maybe not. And that's okay. (laughs) All right. Next question. What did I not do because of fear? What did I not do because of fear? Well, I sat on a few of my goals last year and that was simply because of fear. Because I I maybe saw something that I wanted to do and saw it done one way and thought, "Mm, I don't know if I can do it that way. So then I just sat on the goal. And so what is different this year is that I'm learning to one, as I shared earlier, have those big, hairy, audacious goals. And I'm learning how to make things my own, tyrannizing them, (laughs) not terrorizing. No, maybe a little bit of that too, but terrorizing them is what I'm coining this. And actually my personal coach helped me to come up with that phrase. And so this year I'm doing things that are big, scary, and audacious, but I'm doing them my way. And I'm taking on projects that maybe I sat on last year, but this year and years to come, I'm going to really go for them. And so Fear will always be a part of my journey because it's a part of all of our journeys, but how I respond to it will be different in 2024 and beyond. All right, number six, what were my greatest hits and worst misses? So my greatest hits were growing a deeper and more intimate relationship with myself and with God. I also focused on my assignment, like zeroing in on my purpose and really becoming close with what it is that I believe I'm called to do in the world. 
Also, a greatest hit for me was asking for help when and where I needed. Building a team is critical to your personal growth and to any kind of sustainability that you're going to have, whether you're working for someone or working for yourself, whether you're leading a big team or leading a classroom, it's always going to be important that you have that team aspect. And so it starts with knowing you need help and then asking for it. So I did things like hired a coach. I've always been big on coaching. So coaching not only for others, but coaching for myself. And I nurtured relationships and connections that were going to stand the test of time. And so I didn't look at business as a transaction. I looked at business as a relationship. So not every time that I talked to someone or not every time that I engaged with them, were they ready to work with me? And that was absolutely fine. I was more interested in the relationship that might cultivate on the other side. And so it may result in a partnership. It may result in a collaboration. It may result in the client. It may result in a friendship. It may result you know, there there are lots of ways that things can pan out. And so I was really invested in nurturing relationships and connections. And I think that led to a really strong, not only business, but collaborations and relationships on the other side. And so some of my worst misses were because I waited too long to make a decision. So I wasn't always decisive. And I didn't always trust my process. And so that delayed a lot of goodness sometimes. So ultimately, what did I learn this year? Which is the last question of the annual personal review. And so before I go there, I want to share with you, I actually have 20 learnings (laughs) and I align them with this 30 and 30 anniversary podcast. So I'm going to pause us here. We are going to close out because I want you to stay tuned to the next episode because in that next episode, I am going to be sharing 30 learnings from my 30 month anniversary of working full time in my business. So you don't want to miss this. Stay tuned. Come back for the next episode where I am sharing it all. 30 learnings of what I learned, not only last year, but in the last almost three years of being in business full time and sharing all the deets. You're getting gems. Okay. So come back next time and happy new year to you. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. You could have been anywhere in the world and you chose to be here. I really appreciate you for that. So listen, if you love this episode, make sure to follow so you never miss an episode with me. And if you want to continue the conversation, send me a DM on LinkedIn and we can connect over there. See you next week.